Welcome to Naval Gazing. My name is Eugene Driscoll. Follow uh, me, us, or whatever, at Valley Indie on Twitter or on Facebook.com, Valley Independent Sentinel. Making his second appearance in, I think, a week or two on the podcast is Seymour First Selectman, Kurt Miller. Welcome back, Mr. Miller. Always a pleasure to be here, especially uh, this many times in such a short period. I feel honored. Yeah, well, it's a mistake. I I, uh, meant to cover... (laughs) your nomination uh, last night to run for another term as Seymour's top elected official. In addition to, uh, there is a new slate of candidates, uh, or a fresh, I don't even know how to describe it. Uh, But I missed it. I didn't go to the nominating convention last night. My wife worked late. I got stuck at home. Uh, But I still want to talk to you, uh, if you're willing, about who's running and why you're running and all that good stuff. Sounds good. I'd love to kind of go over what happened last night. Uh, you know, Seymour, uh, fortunately for us, for the Republicans, was uh, very quiet. We kind of went uh, went through, took care of our business. Uh, we had a slate of of candidates. A lot of people uh, from the team have been have decided to come back, which is great because, you know, I've always said this has been a team effort that's allowed us to uh, do a lot of the positive things that we've done in Seymour. So I'm very excited that uh, just about everybody will be coming back. Okay. And Kurt, when were you first elected? Uh, 2011. 2011. First time I was elected. Well, uh, first time I was elected to the as first selectman. As first selectman, yeah, 2011. Yeah. It's a two-year term. What term are you running for now? Uh, this will be my fifth. Fifth, did you say, as in five? Fifth, yes, five. Gotcha. Okay, and you said in the past you're going to self-impose a term limit. Is this your last term, do you believe? I do believe that this will be my last uh, term. I mean, there could be some uh, extenuating circumstances that uh, I might do one more, but that would be a very um, small, small percentage that that would happen. And uh, why are you running again? That's an awful question. I'm sorry, but it's all I got in my head right now. No, no, that's uh, (laughs) certainly not a problem. You know, the, we've changed the culture in Seymour. We've changed the way that we've, uh, the way we do business in Seymour. We've strengthened our finances, all the things that you and I have talked about, you know, many times. Uh, there's just some things that I want to make sure are fully solidified, some, some projects and things I want to get across the goal line to get done um, so I can leave uh, my time or I can finish my time as first selectman, knowing that we accomplished pretty much everything that we had set out to do. So I think over the next two years, we should be uh, able to do that. Uh, and then I can hand, uh, hand off to the next person, uh, a town that is in you know, great financial shape um, and you know, ready to uh, continue to move forward in the future. And if you, if you had to name, or actually I'm going to ask you to name, it's Friday. See, I can't, I, I, I'm not uh, good at the speaking on Fridays. I apologize. But what's, <laughs> your, what's your top priority, your, your top goal if you're reelected, what's going to happen 
in the next two years? Name one one thing. Well, the, I, the, actually, I'll name uh, three things, which uh, you know, <sighs> three questions we expect to have on the ballot in November. Okay. Uh, that's going to be finishing up the five million dollars worth of roads. Um, taking care of the communication system for our first responders, which is extremely important. But I think the biggest and uh, most important thing of that is the new community center uh, that I would like to see approved by the residents and then built uh, prior to me leaving office. So that would probably be the biggest thing. And anybody uh, who's listening, you can go back to our previous episode, the last episode of Naval Gazing with Mr. Miller, and we talk extensively, or, or he talks extensively, about those projects. Since we last talked, you had a board of selectmen meeting. Uh, was there any movement on those three items at this point? Did it come up for discussion at the selectmen level? Uh, the last meeting uh, was just a, a few days ago. We discussed uh, the roads. And uh, we went into executive session with our four service chiefs, and we talked exclusively about the communications. Um, you know, the roads uh, discussion was extremely positive. Um, the selectmen, you know, kind of digested the information, a great report given by our town engineer, Brian Nesteriak. Um What we did was we put a question actually out on social media, which I believe you've, uh, you've shared. I saw that, yeah. Uh, to good. people. So we're trying to, you know, we put the list out. This is what our expectations are for this $5 million, but please give us your feedback. Uh, we put that out last night. When I checked this morning, we were over 80 comments. Uh, wow. So we're going to go out and we're going to spend the next uh, two and a half weeks, the selectmen are, going and taking a look at some of these roads, comparing to what we have on the list. Uh, but our expectation is our first meeting in August, we'll make a final decision on these are the roads we're going to use the $5 million for. Uh, and then create the question. That question will go on the ballot in November. Uh, I can't really talk too much about the communication part of it. Uh, we did that in executive session. Um, obviously, we don't want anyone to um, kind of know our communications, how we do things, obviously, for the safety of our residents. But it's safe to say the selectmen were very much on board with the recommendations of our service chiefs, and I expect we'll be voting on that question as well at the second meeting uh, in August. Hey, just curious. So you went into executive session on the security uh, exception, uh, which is allowed under uh, the state open meeting law. But did you run it by an attorney by any chance? Because it, it sounds a little questionable. But yeah. I'm wondering, oh, you ran it by Mr. Paterla? Yeah, we had uh, Rich review that, uh, said that it was okay to go into executive session, and we also, uh, Rich stayed in executive session with us uh, to make sure that the conversation didn't veer off into something that shouldn't have been in executive session. So he was very good to keep us um, kind of in line with the law to make sure that we were doing uh, what we should be doing. And there was, you know, one or two points where he said, no, you guys really should discuss that outside of executive session in the public session. Gotcha. That's good to hear. Uh, And then turning back to the GOP candidates for office, do you have a list in front of you? Can we go through uh, the people who are running? I actually do. I I pulled the list up in preparation of our call. And then let me just, before you get into that list, I want to note that uh, the Democrats, the Democratic Party of the town of Seymour, will be holding their... Uh, caucus and nominate candidates on July 22nd, 7 p.m., the bingo room at the Seymour Community Center, 20 Pine Street. So that is also happening. All right, so you want to go through the Board of Selectmen first? Uh, Sure. Actually, all four of the selectmen will be returning. 
Uh, so that's Trish Danka, uh, Al Bruno, Bob Finley, and then Amory Dragonis, who was the uh, deputy first selectman. So all four of them will be coming back. Uh, the five of us, I think, work very well together. Uh, the four of them challenge me uh, on a lot of issues. Uh, they ask a lot of questions. I know people think that they just approve uh, everything that I do, but that is that is far from the case. Uh, we have some very lively discussions on a lot of topics, and I think that helps shape kind of the direction uh, that the town has gone. So I'm very appreciative of the hard work and effort that these four put in. Uh, Bob is our newest member. He's only been with us uh, for about six months, seven months now. Uh, but Bob has is, is done a fantastic job for us, you know, from strategic planning recommendations that he's made. And who's Bob again? Uh, I'm to, sorry. What's his name? Uh, uh, Bob Finley. Okay, Bob Finley. Gotcha. Yeah. He... Uh, He's an engineer, so he has that uh, that background. So he's kind of rounded out the board very nicely. And he's, you know, we try to have people with you know diverse backgrounds, um, and you know Bob certainly fits into our group uh, very very well. So, okay, what's next on the list there? Uh, board of Education. Um, we have uh, Jay Hatfield who will be returning uh, to the board, and then this will be Jay's third term, I believe. Um, and uh, Beth Nisteriak, who is brand new. Uh, Beth is an executive at the uh, Regional Water Authority, uh, engineer, so she's um, very well educated. She has a, um, you know executive background, which is good. I always tease Beth that her job is so important, her job title has a comma in it. <laughs> so, um, you know, we were able to get uh, to Beth to come on board. I think that's uh, that's a win for the town of Seymour, having her... Uh, being involved uh, at that level. Okay. And that's two candidates. Uh, board of the... police commissioners. Oh, there's two. Okay, there's I'm two, sorry. Yeah. I was I was waiting for more. And uh, is anyone yeah. uh, not running for re-election who was a Republican on the Seymour BOE or? Uh, Jen Magri, our current chairperson. Uh, Jen has decided after eight years uh, that she's going to step down and. Oh wow! Uh, you know, oh, that's yeah. That's she news wants in to, and of itself. She wants to take a little break spend some time with her her husband Bob her son her youngest child Josh um, is leaving for college so I think uh, Jen wants to just enjoy a little of the uh, empty nest life um, you know for for a little bit of time take a break it's not easy being the chair of the Board of Education yeah that's not that doesn't uh, it, that doesn't seem like an easy position and <laughs> no not at all and yeah I mean Jen's a very busy woman as it is professionally so adding that on it's Kind of like having two full-time jobs. Unfortunately, one you don't get paid for. Mm. Um, so she wanted to just take a break for, uh, you know, two years or so and uh, kind of clear her head a little bit. And then uh, hopefully we'll see Jen back in, in two years because she was certainly a very valuable member of the team as well. Okay. Um, the uh, Board of Police Commissioners was the only spot where we really had uh, – uh, I don't want to say battle because that's not what it was, but we had more people interested in running than we had spots available. Hmm. Uh, so we had we had four spots in the ballot that we're going to fill, of which we can win three seats, um, and we had five candidates who decided to run. Um, so the incumbents were Bill Peck, uh, Lucy McConnellog, and Dave Bitzo, and then the two new uh, candidates were John Duke. And uh, Kyle Kelly. Kyle Kelly is the uh, chief of Seymour Ambulance. Okay. Um, so uh, the only uh, so Bill Peck, uh, Dave Bitzo, Kyle Kelly, and John Duke um, all received the endorsement. 
so they will their names will be placed on the ballots. Okay, and explain uh, to Lu- me like I'm an idiot. Yeah, who did not get uh, endorsed? Uh, Lucy McConnellock, unfortunately. Lucy has been a very active member of the Republican Party in Seymour for you know 40 plus years. Um, and she's been on that board for a very long time, I believe. At least the whole time the Valley Indy's been in existence. Uh, yeah, she's a former member of the Board of Selectmen. Uh, oh, I believe yeah. she's on the Board of Finance at one point. Uh, but yeah, longtime member of the Board of Police Commissioners. Uh, Lucy has been. So it's you know unfortunate that she didn't uh, that she didn't get the endorsement. But Lucy will still be you know an active member. Um, will certainly assist you know the new guys if if they need it. Um, so. You know, just thank Lucy for her years of of service to the town. Okay. Feel free. It's your uh, show. It's your show, Mr. Miller. Oh, I didn't realize you were just giving me free reign. Um, <clears throat> the uh, the board of finance uh, is next. Um, you know, again, we have some new faces um, and some uh, folks that are that are staying. Uh, you know, Jim Cretella, who's been an active member of the board. <clears throat> excuse me. He's going to uh, be running for a spot, and then. Uh, we have two new folks running for alternate positions. Uh, that's Paul Wedowitz, the former fire marshal in the town of Seymour, who just retired oh, sure. uh, a few months ago. Yep, so Paul has uh, you know, thrown his hat in the ring for that. And uh, Benny Ann Peck, who's also another newer member uh, to, the, uh, to the RTC. But again, two, uh, two strong people that I think will be good alternates, uh, people that can fill in on the Board of Finance and certainly help out. So, you know, the Board of Finance is... A board that's uh, run very well over the last uh, six or seven years. Uh, you know, Bill Zwicky, the current chairman, even though he's a Democrat, um, you know, I give him high praises for what he does. Um, does a nice job, very smart man. So that board runs very well. We have some great other people on that board. Uh, so, again, I'm looking forward to continue working with them to shape the finances of the town of Seymour. Uh, planning and zoning, all three of our members are coming back. Uh, Walt Bertzel, Joe Nazelski, and Tom Lavronchek. Uh So they all uh, put their names forward and were unanimously, unanimously endorsed by the caucus, uh, which was great. Uh, the library board, uh, same thing. Three current members of the board are coming back. Tom Schutte, uh Joyce Kozlowski, and uh, Debbie Wazikowski. So they all will be coming back. Okay. And then uh, assessment appeals, uh, Chris Dragonis. Uh, who's been a, uh, a member for a while, and uh, Wendy Rossi, who is uh, extremely active in the RTC, uh, smart lady, uh, I think will be a great addition to uh, to that board. So, you know, over, all in all, I think we have a, a very good, well-rounded board. We have, uh, you know, some new faces mixed in, which is good, because, um, you know, obviously you don't want to have the same people all over and over again. That's that's certainly not a good thing, and it's good when you can mix some of these new people in, you know, Paul Wedowitz, a Betty Ann, a, a Wendy Rossi, a, a Beth Mysteriak, because these are the folks that while they're starting out on, you know, maybe smaller boards or not as um, visible positions, they can kind of get experience, they get their feet wet. Those are the next folks that will step into full-time roles on the Board of Education, Board of Finance, Board of Selectmen, and so on. So, uh, you know, we're trying to keep the town moving in the right direction like we have been continuing to follow our strategic plan but at the same time trying to bring some new folks in just to give them experience so when the time does come we can you know hand it off to them and they can keep us going and is there any particular issue or something going on that motivated so many republicans to throw their name uh, into the ring for the board of police commissioners i i haven't i haven't followed that uh 
that group uh, in years. So I don't know if there's if something happening that is generating interest among Republicans. Uh, I don't think so. I just think it's something that um, you know people wanted to get involved in. There's a new chief. Um, you know, there's some changes going on in the police department. I think uh, you know people just wanted to to be a part of that change to kind of help shape you know the the next. I guess, phase of the Seymour Police Department. I mean, we were fortunate to have Chief Metzler for for 30 years. Um, you know, he did a great job. He grew the department. Um, you know, I've, I really grew over my time with him to uh, to admire what he was able to accomplish and, and get done and, you know, really thought of him as a as a friend and, a, and an advisor um, to me because I obviously not having any type of background in that area, um, you know, it was good to learn from him. Um, but I think now that there's a new chief, there's a new administration, and I think people are interested in, in, in getting involved and maybe changing the shape of some things. And is the police commission? Ways... I'm sorry, I interrupted you. Oh no, I say just looking for ways to continue growing and moving the police department forward. Is that a board that traditionally gets a lot of interest? I mean, everybody uh, loves police. <clears throat> um, in, in yes and no. I mean, we've had some. You know, the last couple of years, we've had some what I'll call stalwarts on that board. Um, you know, you have guys like Frank Conroy and Bob Koskolowski. Um, you know, very strong figures, been involved in in Seymour politics for for many years. And law uh, enforcement. You know, yeah, and law enforcement yeah. too. I mean, both you know former you know state Frank with the state police and and Bob with the Seymour police. Um, you know, so I think with you know with Frank passing away, unfortunately. Uh, you know, several months ago, you know, that's kind of opened one of the spots. Um, you know, Bob is still there. Bob's not running, but he has two years left on his term. Um, so I think with the four spots open, I think people look at it as kind of an opportunity um, to have a chance to maybe get elected to that board. So I think you just, it's just kind of the circumstance gotcha. of the election. I think it's more that than really the police department itself. And, you know, you, we could have some new faces, you know, like I said, John Duke and Kyle Kelly. And, um, you know, I'm not sure who the Democrats will put up, but, you know, those new folks will be mixed in, like I said, with some seasoned people, you know, Bill Peck and Dave Bitzo, who have been on the board for a while, um, you know, will be in the mix as well. And of course, with Bob being there, um, you know, Bob's extremely experienced. He knows how to run meetings. He knows how to run, uh, you know, the board. I think the people can learn from Bob um, so, again, we'll have that nice mix on that Board of Police Commissioners. All right, so there you have it. The slate of candidates endorsed last night, uh, July 18th, by the Seymour Town Republican Committee. And just a quick switching of the gears. I'm going to try to post this as soon as possible. So we're heading into this uh, heat wave over yes. the weekend. Uh, has the town made any preparations or advising people on quote-unquote, cooling centers and all that good stuff for the weekend? Uh, I'm actually going to meet with uh, Tom Amy, our emergency management director, uh, later on today uh, just to come up with a final plan. For Saturday, we have the library open and available, uh, so folks can uh, go there if it's needed. They can certainly cool off, um, charge phones, whatever they need to do. Um, but for Sunday, we're trying to determine what would be the best course of action. Uh, you know, we've opened the cooling centers in the past uh, on weekends, and uh, unfortunately, we haven't got anyone that has, has come. Hmm. Uh, so we're trying to weigh through the best way of, you know, providing some type of service for folks who may need it, but at the same time without, um, you know, overburdening our, our first responders. 
because uh, you know if we open up a shelter or a cooling station, we need to uh, to staff it. To have people there, yeah. So you, yeah, you plan? So are you planning code reds and or robocalls? Anything like that happening? You think? Uh, yeah, I leave that decision to uh, to Tom. Okay. Um, but I would expect that we would probably do something later this afternoon, uh, just to give people an update, um, just to you know give them an idea. I did my uh, podcast or not podcast, but my Facebook Live that I do before the board of selectmen meeting. Um, you know, and I had talked about municipal buildings being open today and tomorrow. Um, you know, they're just they're normally open that residents at any time could certainly stop by and uh, cool off. Okay. Uh, and that we would, yeah, we would announce something uh, later today for the rest of the weekend. All right, Mr. Miller. Uh, I want to thank you again. Two weeks in a row. You can't uh, be too hard on me for never covering Seymour News now. I've got a free pass for the next six weeks, just so you know. I'm almost out of things to say to you at this point, so it's we may need to have just, a little little just, separation. Just for bring up the bond rating weeks. again. I'll say, hey, what, what's up with your bond rating? And then you'll go on for 45 minutes. Well, oddly yeah. enough, we have a uh, a call with S and P on Tuesday next week. Hey, what did, now? Uh, I, they, Derby's doing that too. Is it what do they do? Everybody at once? How does that work? Uh, no, they uh, well, Derby's a, a a special situation because of what happened. Uh-huh. Um, so S and P obviously wants to do a check in on their plan and um, you know determine if if they should keep their rating, potentially have it downgraded. Um, but for us, it's, it's just kind of a standard check-in. Uh, it's been probably 18 months since we spoke to them last. Uh, so they send questions in advance. So you have an understanding of kind of what they're looking at. And what it is is, you know, you made commitments in our last um, bond rating presentation. We want to see where, we are, where you are on those things. Oh, interesting. So okay. it's just going to be kind of, you know, stressing the things that we talked about, what was important, um, you know, our fund balance growth, uh, you know, our OPEB trust, um, you know, our strategic plan, how things like that are going. They just want to make sure that we didn't give them a song and dance and, you know, now we're not doing anything. So it's just a, it's just a check-in. All right. Gotcha. Well, that's it. That's all I got. Thank you so much for taking the time. Oh, anytime, as as you know. So uh, I look forward to uh, speaking with you at, in sometime in uh, 2020. Hopefully we can we can spend some time then. Ha! Uh, <laughs> For hundreds of years we brought you the news. For the info we gave you the clues. Owners' profits were always sky high. Changing market now threatens our lives. Post literation, critical reading, dumbed down nation, signs of inbreeding. TV sucking ideas from our head. Public discourse, just about dead. We'll ride the dinosaur. Yeah, ride the dinosaur. Our readers are in the opens each day.
bylines, pictures too. Ooh. An editorial comment for a buck or two. Ooh. Fire down the block, the murder next door. Ooh. And now we wonder what it's all for. Ooh. Social media coming free to you. Funny pages, the mayor's wages, criminal seats, corruption schemes, ink state wretches asking tough questions. Well, ride the dinosaur. Yeah, ride the dinosaur. The presses are running all through the night. We're printing the truth with all of our might. We're platform agnostics, got that interweb too. Buy an ad, see what we can do. We still have subscribers, still have our fans, we're here every day. So give us a chance and we'll make an art stand. Just hold us in your hand, yeah, and we'll ride the dinosaur. Yeah, ride the dinosaur.